It's Thursday, June 24, 2010. The cap comes off, but is now back on. Seawater started coming up, and the crew did absolutely the right thing. The moratorium is off, but may soon be back on. The moratorium in place uh, might be refined. Plus, an Asian invasion. Asian carp, that is. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The fact that Salazar is sticking with this and that they're going to appeal and they're going to hang in there on this, I think is a measure of how much uh, this administration is in hock to its uh, ecological left. Yes, that's right, Charles Krauthammer. That's why Barack Obama has supported more offshore drilling, more nuclear power, and imaginary clean coal technology because he's in thrall to the ecological left. Hey, Charles Krauthammer, Fox U and the Fox News you wrote in on. This is your Green News Report. Today's Green News Report is sponsored in part by Velvet Revolution's new campaign, ProtectOurElections.org, fighting for real election reform in Congress once and for all. Please join the fight against corporate influence, voter suppression, and unverifiable privatized voting systems. Sign the petition to demand election reform from Congress now at protectourelections.org. That's protectourelections.org. Okay, Desi Doyen, it's a long, hot summer indeed, this uh, oil gusher. (laughs) We thought we had it under control-ish. Yeah, not so much, but we'll get to that in a moment. But first, the Asian invasion is one step closer to the Great Lakes, Asian carp, that is. Since being introduced in Arkansas, the voracious, invasive species of Asian carp has traveled all the way up the Mississippi River to Chicago in just a little bit over 15 years. Great Lakes states have been wrangling over how best to contain the carp from decimating the multi-billion dollar Great Lakes commercial fishing industry. They've even erected two electrified barriers. Now this week, biologists confirm a 20-pound Asian carp was caught beyond the electric barriers only six miles from Lake Michigan. This is bad. They've been trying to contain this now for months. For years now. Years? They knew this was coming, and now it's here. One step forward, two steps back. A day after Coast Guard Admiral Thad Allen announced the containment cap had collected a record amount of oil from the undersea gusher in the Gulf, the entire containment effort suffered a major setback. An ROV camera apparently bumped into a vent on the containment cap, forcing BP engineers to temporarily remove it to keep slushy hydrates from clogging the pipe. BP Managing Director Bob Dudley, who is now in charge of BP's oil spill response effort, explained. Seawater started coming up, and the crew did absolutely the right thing. Step back. Uh, stepped off the cap because they just wanted to be sure there was no hydrocarbons because we have a flare out there. So a robot arm hits the cap that they spent so many weeks trying to get on and they had to pull it right back off? Yeah, basically Admiral Allen says, you know, it's it's like a, an airport hangar down there. There's a lot of activity and they have to be careful. Robots. BP engineers worked throughout the night to reattach the cap and of course the loss of it for even a few hours massively increased the amount of oil gushing from the broken well until it could be reattached. They'll be ramping up the operation to contain more oil later today. And so without the cap, 50,000 barrels at a minimum, is gushing per day. And with the cap, how much is gushing? Oh, who knows? About 40,000, maybe? (laughs) Could be anywhere in there. Great. And sadly, two oil spill cleanup workers have died. One appears to be from a swimming pool accident, but the other has been declared a suicide. A 55-year-old Alabama charter boat captain working on the cleanup effort was reportedly despondent over the economic devastation to his business and the devastation to the Gulf. 
On Capitol Hill, the investigation into the cause of the Deepwater Horizon explosion continues. Congressional investigators say BP's choice to save money and use a thinner steel for the well casing appears to be hampering the ability to contain the spill now. Thinner steel casing means the wellbore itself is more vulnerable to collapse, and that could be a very, very, very bad thing. Also on Capitol Hill, the House of Representatives voted overwhelmingly to give the president's commission investigating the causes of the disaster some real teeth with subpoena power and the authority to compel testimony and force production of documents. Only one congressman voted against the measure for subpoena power, however, Republican Ron Paul of Texas. A similar bill has been introduced in the Senate. And as we reported earlier this week, a federal judge in New Orleans issued a preliminary injunction halting the Obama administration's moratorium on deepwater drilling, ruling it, quote, a blanket, generic, indeed punitive moratorium, and saying the Interior Department did not provide enough evidence for such a broad action, which he said would lead to greater economic harm for the Gulf Coast region. Meanwhile, financial disclosure forms indicate that the judge, Martin Feldman, is invested in the oil industry, including the very companies involved in the Gulf spill accident. This is extraordinary how it could be that he did not recuse himself from this case, I I can't even imagine. And the fact that the concern seems to be here for about 30 wells when there are thousands of them still operating, but just 30 shut down for the time being so we can figure out what the hell happened. The fact that that takes precedence for this judge, I'm glad the administration will be appealing the decision. I'm glad that Ken Salazar will be rewarding this moratorium and putting it back into place. Read about that and much more that we did not get to today at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Subscribe for free to the Green News Report on iTunes. Listen to us on your mobile device via Stitcher Radio and follow us on the Twitters. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report.